Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Tuesday, September 5th, and we start with local news. The city of Spring Hill is kindly requesting all residents to temporarily suspend non-essential water usage, including irrigation activities, until further notice. This advisory comes as a result of unforeseen mechanical issues within the municipal and regional water system, which require immediate attention and maintenance. The city is taking proactive steps to ensure the swift resolution of these mechanical issues. By temporarily halting irrigation, the city says they can conserve water resources and expedite the repair process, minimizing the likelihood of additional restrictions to users. Updates or changes regarding the irrigation advisory will be provided as new information becomes available. Columbia Central Principal Dr. Michael Steele remains on suspension following a meeting last Friday where Murray County Public School Superintendent Lisa Ventura spoke with staff about Roy Brooks, who allegedly was an unauthorized armed responder being at the school during a May 3rd school shooting hoax. Murray County Public Schools does not comment on personnel matters, but Steele said he was told the reason was creating a hostile work environment which he believes is directly in relation to how he handled learning of the aforementioned situation. A recording of a portion of the meeting was circulated throughout the student body and staff where Dr. Steele was told to leave. Steele referred to a meeting held on August 22nd that included himself, Ventura, and Sonia Cathy, where he learned of the incident. Others may have been present but have not been identified. Did you or did you not tell me that you felt like he was a threat and should have been arrested in May? Yes or no? Because you did, Steele asked. Ventura replied that she told Steele not to leave the room and talk about the situation. Steele disagreed and alluded to having audio evidence to claim up his claim, back up his claim rather. Main Street Murray has obtained the audio of the near hour long meeting and noted only that Ventura told Steele we shouldn't talk about this. Students at the school planned a walkout in protest of Steele's suspension last week, but were ultimately asked to report to the school's auditorium rather than leave the school building. The students complied with the request. According to the school system's suspension policy, Steele has the right to appeal the suspension, which he indicated he plans to do. Board policy states, The superintendent of schools may dismiss or suspend for more than three days any non-tenured teacher during the contract year for incompetence, inefficiency, insubordination, improper conduct, or neglect of duty after giving the non-tenured teacher in writing due notice of the charges. The superintendent of schools shall give the non-tenured teacher an opportunity for a full and complete hearing before an impartial hearing officer. The board will appoint an impartial hearing officer to conduct such hearings. The hearing officer will hear the case and the employee shall have the right to, one, be represented by counsel, two, call and subpoena witnesses, three, examine all witnesses, and four, require that all testimony be given under oath. Following the hearing, either party may appeal the decision to the Board of Education, which would have the final decision in the matter. The Ultium Cells car battery plant in Spring Hill, under construction for almost two years, is close to completion and will soon anchor the electric battery manufacturer as a prime industry in southern Middle Tennessee. 
With 1,700 open jobs, the company is recruiting a talent pipeline at area educational institutions, creating the next generation of workers in the Middle Tennessee manufacturing market for years to come. Plant manager Chris DeSottles says the company is strategizing to attract skilled workers in the company's own backyard. DeSottles, who has recently visited a slew of local colleges and universities promoting the opportunities at Altium, says the company seeks to serve the region by staffing a local workforce and being involved in the community for decades. Many ask what's going to go on in that big white building, said DeSottles, who hails from the first Altium plant in Ohio. The white rectangle building spanning the size of 30 football fields will produce batteries for electric vehicles in the $2 billion plus $2.8 million square foot facility, which is projected to be fully operational by 2025. Using anode and cathode technology, the plant will produce the batteries at each stage from raw material, nickel and cobalt, to end product, or a fully charged battery ready to insert into the General Motors Electric Lyric SUV. The company is casting its recruiting net to institutions like the Tennessee College of Applied Technology campuses in the region, Columbia State Community College, Middle Tennessee State University, the University of Tennessee campuses, Tennessee Tech, University of Memphis, and Vanderbilt University, to name a few. There is a career waiting for those interested in manufacturing, DeSottle said. Some young people don't realize that manufacturing is out there as a career. They might find a path that they never even knew they could take, he said. He said manufacturing is not like the old assembly line model once associated with the industry. It's flexible and hands-on, requiring problem-solving and analyzation skills as well as interfacing with machinery. Every day is not the same, DeSottle said. Regional institutions such as Tennessee College of Applied Technology at Pulaski have bolstered their programs to accommodate the demand for manufacturing workers in the region. With the advent of such companies like Altium, J.C. Ford Tortilla Machine Maker, Merson Graphite Production, DocuMotion Print Company, and of course, long-standing General Motors. Meanwhile, Blue Oval City Ford Auto Giant will soon offer another opportunity to enter the auto manufacturing industry in West Tennessee. Fortunately, Tennessee has been proactive in developing the educational infrastructure and talent Altium sells and needs to operate, DeSottle said. Murray County has already experienced its share of watershed moments over the past few years, establishing itself as the fastest-growing county in Tennessee, according to the 2020 U.S. Census, and ranking number one in incoming investments in the state in 2021 by think tank Smart Asset, which stems from major manufacturers expanding to southern Middle Tennessee. Over the past few years, Murray has exceeded past markers for growth in manufacturing, real estate, population growth, and small business. With a growing economy, investments, and job opportunities, companies are looking to the region to provide a robust workforce. Dalton Pelfrey, TCAP Pulaski Advanced Manufacturing Education Instructor, says the advanced manufacturing class was created several years ago as a response to the booming manufacturing industry in middle and southern middle Tennessee. Almost all of my students go into the automotive sector because there is such a large opportunity here, Palfrey said. Many industries, such as plastics, batteries, and mechatronics, all end up supporting the automotive industry, he said. However, Palfrey said it's difficult for the institution to keep up with the industry's demand for workers. I need more students, he said. Tanya Garrett, TCAP Pulaski Workforce and Community Engagement Coordinator, says the college plans to keep partnerships strong with area high schools in order to attract a steady stream of manufacturing students. 
TCAP Pulaski understands this critical issue, and we are working to expand our program offerings on campus to meet the needs of businesses and industry, along with adding more dual enrollment opportunities on-site at high schools in the region, Garrett said. By 2026, she said the college plans to add more courses and programs to keep up with the demand for trained manufacturing and technical workers. Ongoing collaboration between educational institutions and employers can further support workforce needs, Garrett said. Murray County Public Schools and Williamson County Schools, for example, offer robust mechatronics programs that include tours and internships with manufacturers in the region, as well as other manufacturing-focused programs. Amy Roberts, Murray County Public Schools Supervisor of Careers in Technology and Engineering Programs, said the school district has an easy role in I'm sorry, early role in creating the future employees for companies like Altium. We recognize the rich opportunities for our students in the automotive industry in our district, especially in automotive manufacturing and technology, Roberts said. The advanced manufacturing and STEM engineering programs offered in many of our county schools are a great way for our students to acclimate to the work being done in our local industries. The skills attained in these courses will recreate an employee pipeline to not only allow our students to find work that is high skill and high wage, but also remain here in Murray County. The opportunities available could be life-changing for some students who are the first in their family to earn a higher degree in surrounding transitional or distressed counties in southern Middle Tennessee. According to 2022 data from Economic Innovation Group, the Altium Cells facility is within a 45-minute drive of seven at-risk zip codes and under one hour from two distressed zip codes, as stated in a recent Altium Cells Talent Acquisition Strategy release. The data rates counties from prosperous to distressed based on poverty rate, income level, education, and unemployment rates. Altium Cells will emphasize building long-term relationships with rural and often economically disadvantaged communities in the south, east, and west of its factory, the Altium Recruitment Strategy Summary states. For communities like Centerville, Mount Pleasant, Summertown, and Lewisburg, where nearby economic and career opportunities have been scarce, the relatively short commute is a welcome development. Pelfrey said the current career opportunities available can be a game-changer for economically disadvantaged students. A lot of my students' parents didn't go to college, he said. They might be the first in their family to obtain a higher degree. Learning in-demand skills and getting a technical diploma can be life-changing, he said. DeSaltles believes Ultium Cells can help spread the opportunity of the state's thriving electric vehicle economy to economically disadvantaged parts of the state. We hope to employ team members wherever they are in their educational journey, DeSaltles said. He also highlighted the company's tuition reimbursement program that allows students to pursue higher education while working at the plant. Spring Hill is the second site of three Altium Cells factories in the United States. The first is located in Warren, Ohio, which started production in November of 2022 and just celebrated the production of its 10th, 10 millionth battery cell. The third plant will be in Lansing, Michigan. GM has a goal of producing all-electric vehicles by 2035, according to company reports. The Ultium cells plants are all of similar size and structure, reflected at the $2 billion-plus Spring Hill plant. DeSaltles calls the Spring Hill plant a startup since the company is new to the industry, being the second of three plants under parent company South Korea-based LG. The startup nature of the company allows workers to start at the beginning and work their way up as they learn the industry, DeSaltles said. And he says the future of the industry is bright. In manufacturing and the auto industry, I've never seen change like this. 
It's changing so quickly in EV versus gas vehicles. We have more power than the competition, he added. DeSottles says that partnering with the community has been a priority for the company. Giving back to such nonprofits and organizations as the Boys and Girls Club, Keep Murray Beautiful, the Murray County Fair, and others. The company has also participated in First Fridays and will continue to recruit and collaborate with educational institutions. We want to make long-term relationships and have a long-term vision, he said. We are excited about the future and opportunities to partner with the community. For more information about Altium Cells, you can visit www.altiumcell.com. On Friday, the Murray County Fair held their annual My Day for Special Needs Citizens. WKOM WKRM's Delk Kennedy stopped by and got to speak to some of the attendees. This is Delk Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. Today I'm at the Murray County Park and at the fair where a very special event has taken place today. It's called My Day. And about 900 special needs folks, children and adults, uh, their caregivers, siblings, whatnot, have uh, come participate in my day. I'm talking with Miss Jen Inc., who is a teacher at Mount Pleasant Middle School. She's got some kids here with her, and I think they're about to depart. But Miss Jen, how was my day? It's always amazing, and we're so grateful for the fair board who puts this on for our kids so they can do it without so much chaos. They love it. Wow. How many kids do you have for Mount Pleasant Middle? Eleven. Wow. Have they had fun? I don't know. Have y'all had fun? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, they've had fun. They've had a great time. What's your name? Zayden. What's been your favorite part of my day? Uh, The Ferris wheel and the boat. There we go. Zayden enjoyed the Ferris wheel and the boats. All right. Miss Jen, so this is not the first time you've brought students to my day. No, sir. We've brought them. We bring them every year they have it for us. What a special event. It is It is an amazing event, and we're just grateful and thankful that they offer this for the kids. Miss Jen, thank you. No problem, Del. Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. I'm at my day at the Murray County Fair, which has been for uh, special needs kids, about 900 of them, and some special needs adults as well. They've got to have my day at the Murray County Fair. It's indeed been a special event and a day for these folks to enjoy the fair. And again, they're departing now, but all I'm seeing is smiling faces. A significant number of Murray County residents experienced power outages last Thursday afternoon, including parts of Spring Hill and Columbia, due to the failure of Tennessee Valley Authority power stations in Murray County, officials say. Tennessee Valley Authority had power failures at the North and South Power Stations, Columbia Fire and Rescue Chief Ty Cobb said. The cause is currently unknown. Power outages have caused heavy traffic delays due to traffic signals not operational, he said. Power was restored by the affected areas by 7.30 p.m., according to Cobb and Spring Hill Mayor Jim Hageman, after the widespread outage that lasted a little over an hour. Traffic in areas like the Spring Hill Crossings and Main Street in Spring Hill were in a gridlock for almost two hours, while dozens of merchants and restaurants were forced to close to customers. A CPWS message to affected customers stated outages affected at least 9,000 customers in the affected area. We are aware of power outages in South Columbia, North Columbia, and the Spring Hill area. The South Columbia outage has been restored, and we are working on restoring North Columbia and Spring Hill and investigating what caused these occurrences. Columbia Power and Water Systems posted Thursday afternoon as of 7.22 p.m. At the time, CPWS said it was working to restore the outages. Cobb said emergency responders assisted in traffic control in Columbia. 
We've responded to several accidents and intersections. CPWS crews are working to fix the outages, Cobb said. Laura A. Penny, MD, a specialist in family medicine, has joined the staff of Murray Regional Medical Group Primary Care and Pediatrics in Columbia. In her undergraduate studies at Pennsylvania State University, Dr. Penny obtained a Bachelor of Science in both microbiology and immunology and infectious diseases. Dr. Penny went on to receive her medical degree from Pennsylvania State College of Medicine in Hershey. She then completed a residency at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. While studying medicine, Dr. Penny has participated in much research with a health education supervisor and served as a patient navigator. Dr. Penny says she's excited to join Murray Regional Medical Group and the growing city of Columbia. Services at Murray Regional Medical Group Primary Care and Pediatrics include annual wellness exams and physicals for adults and children, treatment of illnesses, chronic disease management, adult vaccines, newborn and child immunizations, men's health, and women's health. Murray County... Murray Regional Medical Group, rather, Primary Care and Pediatrics, is in Suite 108 of the Murray Regional Medical Center Medical Office Building, located at 1222 Trotwood Avenue in Columbia. At Murray Regional Medical Group Primary Care and Pediatrics, Dr. Penny joins Dr. Andrew Nielsen, Dr. Gavin Pinkston, and Brooke Miller, a nurse practitioner. For more information, you can visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash PCP. In addition to Murray Regional Medical Group Primary Care and Pediatrics, Dr. Penny will also see patients at the Murray Regional Medical Group Pediatric Practice in Lewisburg. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mrs. Christy Lee Harper Runyons, 52, an equipment operator for HMC Recycling and a resident of Hampshire, died Saturday, September 2nd at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. The family of Mrs. Runyons will visit with friends on Tuesday from 4 to 8 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help, gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important, but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have mostly sunny skies today with a stray shower or a thunderstorm possible. The high will be 88 degrees with winds out of the south-southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect partly cloudy skies and a low of around 70 degrees. Winds will be light and variable. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. 
But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwenGroup, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought. So here it goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. <laughs> yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, no, no. I mean in a good way. At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board.
Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. The Tennessee Supreme Court has unanimously elected Holly Kirby as its chief justice effective Friday. The term is set to last two years. Kirby succeeds Roger Page in the position. She was appointed to the court in 2014 by then-Governor Bill Haslam after spending nearly two decades on the Tennessee Court of Appeals. Kirby graduated from Columbia Central High School before attending the University of Memphis School of Law and is, according to the court, the first Memphis graduate to sit on the Supreme Court. Kirby was the first woman partner at Birch, Porter & Johnson in Memphis and was the first woman to serve on the appeals court when then-Governor Don Sundquist appointed her in 1995. I am honored to have been chosen Chief Justice by my colleagues on the court, Kirby said. I have the highest respect for Justice Page, my predecessor as Chief Justice, Justice Bivens, also a former Chief Justice, Justice Campbell, and now Justice Tarwater, she said. Tennessee has the finest judiciary in the country. Our judges are dedicated public servants who serve with integrity. I am grateful for the opportunity to work with all of them to strengthen public confidence in our courts, access to justice for vulnerable citizens, and the rule of law in Tennessee, she said. A ceremonial investiture with Governor Bill Lee is scheduled for October 4th. Also effective September 1 was the addition of Dwight Tarwater, former legal counsel to Governor Haslam, to the court. He succeeds the retiring justice, Sharon Lee. Two Lawrence County officers have been indicted on five counts of federal civil rights and obstruction charges are asking for a continuance in their case, which came after the two allegedly slammed a 61-year-old man to the ground during an October 2020 traffic stop. Sheriff's investigator Zach Ferguson and Deputy Eric Caperton are scheduled to go to trial October 10th after being indicted on one count of allegedly pulling the victim from his van and throwing him on the ground, causing the man's head to strike the pavement. Two counts alleged the two officers lied while filing their use-of-force report after the incident, claiming the victim was on his knees when they removed him from his van and failing to disclose that they threw him on the ground and struck him multiple times in the head. The final two counts alleged the officers lied to criminal investigators when they said the victim's upper body never touched the ground during the arrest and that he sustained injuries from their punches while still in the van. If convicted, Ferguson and Caperton face a maximum of 10 years in prison for the excessive force charge and up to 20 years for the obstruction charge charges. They face up to three years of supervised release and a fine of up to $250,000. Caperton and Ferguson's waiver of the right to a speedy trial is the latest move in an almost three-year-long case. The FBI began its investigation of the pair in 2021. The two Lawrence County officers are on unpaid leave at this time. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Three, two, one. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. 10 Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Country music's most famous show, the Grand Ole Opry, is set to celebrate its 98th birthday with four nights of shows celebrating women in country music from October 4th through the 7th. Opry member Lauren Elena and CMA ACM reigning female vocalist winner and Opry Next Stage alum Lainey Wilson are among those set to kick off the week at the Wednesday night Opry October 4th show. Opry star Crystal Gale will serve as spotlight artist as Opry Country Classic celebrates Queens of Country on Thursday, October 5th. The Opry's birthday weekend is set to include a special performance and fan Q&A event on the Opry's ho- Opry House's Studio A, featuring fan favorites Chapel Hart saluting their female country music heroes Saturday at 1 p.m. The birthday week will conclude with CMA ACM Award winner Sarah Evans' official Opry induction and two shows Saturday evening. Fans are also invited to the Opry Plaza for free live music and family-friendly activities to celebrate the Opry's 98th birthday. Tickets are on sale now for all 2023 Opry, Opry Country Classics, and Opry Country Christmas shows at www.opry.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.